What's up, everybody? This is Trish, and you're listening to Time Out with Trish, the podcast. We speak unfiltered talk about relationships, love, mental health, and everything that comes with surviving and becoming, all while navigating in this crazy world. And you're listening to a pre-recorded episode at Trish TV One YouTube channel. Click the link below to watch the full video now. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Trish TV and you're watching Q&A, I would say Friday, but by the time I upload this video, it may not be Friday anymore. But welcome back to my channel. Thank you so much for coming back. If you are new here, Q&A is something that I started just two weeks ago. Every Friday, I post at least two to three questions that you guys might ask me on an old video that I've uploaded before. You send me a message through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you can find me. But let's go ahead and get into Q&A. Question number one. What are deal breakers outside of cheating? Hmm. So contrary to popular belief, cheating is not the only deal breaker in a relationship or before a relationship. Five deal breakers that stood out to me. So I'm going to share those with you in no particular order. I'm just going to call them out. No job. When he does not have a job or he hops around from job to job to job, no stability is definitely a deal breaker in my opinion. When I am talking to a grown man, somebody that I am dating, getting to know, and he does not have a very stable job history or he is not able to keep a job, that concerns me. That says a lot about him and that also says a lot about commitment. If you can't commit to a job, if you can't commit to being independent on your own, that says a lot about if you can commit to me, if you can commit yourself to someone else in a relationship. It's not just about the type of job he has and where he works and how much he makes. I'm going to stay committed to going to this job, getting up every morning, every night, whatever it is that you do, and being able to be stable and consistently bringing in income to provide for yourself. Women too, if you can't commit yourself to a job, you will not be able to commit to me. It speaks volumes about what our relationship might look like. Bad at communicating or no communication at all. Once upon a time, I was not big on communication. I did not like communicating. But whenever you are in a relationship or you are dating to get to know to be in a relationship, there are going to be times where we are not going to agree. We are going to disagree and we may slightly get into heated disagreements. But if you are serious about someone dating or if you are in a relationship or currently in a marriage, you know that communication is so vital. Even if it is ugly, it is uncomfortable, whether I said something wrong that you disagreed with or you said something wrong or did something wrong that I disagreed with, we have to communicate. I do understand that there may, depending on the disagreement, we may have to have a breather. Personally, I don't like to go no more than maybe a few hours or a day, depending on what the disagreement was but I don't like to sweep stuff under the rug and forget about it, ignore it for days or weeks. That builds up more frustration that takes up more space for things to fester. I like to face things head on, whether it was my fault 
whether it was your fault, it does not matter because I've learned what communication, not communicating will do. And then also how we communicate. When he communicates with you, how does he communicate? Is he loud? Does he curse you out? Does he demean you? Does he humiliate you, embarrass you? Does he know how to de-escalate? Does he know how to have an intelligent, open conversation where y'all both can state your opinions and come to some kind of agreement, especially if you're talking about being together? You have to pay attention to stuff like that. If somebody is really hostile when y'all are just dating and how they communicate, I can promise you if y'all decided to make the step into marriage, that's not going to change anything. I don't know what it is with some people where they feel like marriage is going to erase a lot of stuff. And when we get married, all of a sudden, everything is going to be squeaky clean. It magnifies and we are stuck. We are partners for life. So whatever I had to deal with when I was dating you, I guarantee I'm going to deal with that same thing, but it's going to be on a more magnified scale because now we are permanently attached to each other. He doesn't like to address anything. If it makes him uncomfortable he doesn't want to talk vice versa how does she communicate do you find yourself always initiating the conversations that need to be had I'm not saying that we're going to be perfect in our communication I do believe communicating is something that you always have to learn and understand the importance of it and constantly make an active choice and commitment to work on it but we have to start somewhere mama's boy oh my god don't get me wrong. I love a man who loves his mom and is able to have a great relationship, a good, healthy relationship with his mom. He's close to his mom. He cares about her, the way he speaks of her, um, the way he treats her. I love a man who has a great relationship with his mom because it speaks volumes about his character and also how he might treat me. Keyword, might. Not every man who loves and adores his mother, that doesn't necessarily mean he's also going to 100% love and adore the woman he is with. But in most cases, if he is mature, it does say a lot about how he would treat you. But where I draw the line is when he is very codependent on his mom, especially when he's a grown man. I never like to be in relationships where if I'm having a disagreement with my man or if we're going through something he runs to his mom about what we have going on before he will run to me the woman that he's in a relationship with you have some guys out there that will tell their mamas everything and if those moms are the types of moms that don't mind hearing everything that he has going on in his personal life she will soak it up and more than likely she's gonna side with her son because she has created that she's created this codependency she feeds into his drama just as much as he allows her to be fed i don't have any children so i can't speak from a parent point of view but i tell my friends who have sons it's good to have a close relationship with your son, but please be careful to not hold on so tight that when they finally get good and grown and try to have relationships with women, they can't really do that because they're heavily codependent on you as the mother and you 
insert yourself into their relationships and you insert yourself in everything they got going on. And because he loves and adores you so much, he doesn't even know how to stand up to you when it comes to you. He doesn't have much of a backbone because he's allowed you to insert yourself and he does not know how to speak up for himself when it comes to you. A lot of those things are created in childhood. Best believe a lot of what he can't seem to do on his own without his mom is going to spill over into you and you're going to find yourself more so parenting a grown man than you are being his girlfriend or his wife. Our belief system, when it comes to our beliefs, I will not compromise on my belief. Now, hear me out. You are free to believe in whatever you are free to practice in whatever you want. However, when it comes to a relationship, the belief system, there is no compromise. I believe in God. I believe in the power of prayer. If I can't pray with you, or if you watching me pray, or if you hearing me pray makes you feel uncomfortable, if me going to church makes you feel uncomfortable, then we are not comfortable to be with each other. The belief system has to be there. There is no compromise. Even if their family believes in whatever they grew up a certain way always ask because as people grow we do develop our own beliefs we we think for ourselves and we start to learn for ourselves and what we believe in just because I grew up in a family who is Christian and believes in God in the ways that Christians do does not mean that when I am good and grown on my own that I may believe in it the same way I did I don't disrespect anybody's beliefs and what they choose to believe in and what they choose to practice however when it comes in terms of us being in a relationship, especially if we're talking about marriage, I will not compromise on my belief system. That has to be the foundation. That has to be concrete. That has to be solid. Drama and toxicity. Dealing with someone who has a lot of drama in their lives and attract a lot of toxicity. Now, I do believe you meet people where they are. Not everybody's families are tight. Not everybody's families communicate the way your family communicates. Doesn't mean my family is better than yours. Doesn't mean your family is worse than mine. Every family has something. But as far as them as a person and what they come with, watch out for the drama if they have any and any toxicity. If they have toxic friends, look at the type of friends that he has, the type of people that are drawn to him and the type of people that he chooses to be be close to if he has any children and he has baby mamas or baby mama it is not unheard of to meet someone who already has kids especially at our age if you're in your late 20s mid 30s 40s most people already have children by this time there's a rare few that you will meet that do not have children if you choose to be involved with him you are also taking on a lot of what that might come with understand what you can deal with and what you won't deal with. Lay out those parameters in the beginning. And if you already know, yeah, I'm not going to be able to deal with this. This is not something I, I, I want to choose to be in. Listen and look for honesty. Are you dealing with a mature co-parenting situation or is this where things start to get sticky? Okay, and last question is communication issues. Why do we have communication issues and what is the root? So I kind of addressed this in the points that I gave as far as deal breakers. Communication issues honestly start in your childhood and we grow up 
We see how we communicate and it doesn't start to take effect until we have relationships of our own, children of our own. Recognize how you communicate. Whenever there is confrontation, do I run or do I face it head on? A lot of times when we're young, if we didn't feel like we were able to speak up, your parents kind of shut you down, your mother, your father, you try to speak your, your opinion and they would never let you talk. A lot of times we carry that, whether you know it or not, into your adulthood. A lot of times if you feel like you're not being heard by your partner, we kind of turn into these kids and we go back to our childhood of not being able to say anything. But if you know that you have communication issues, recognize that you're not and see if you can speak with someone, whether it be professional counsel or a friend that you can confide in that wouldn't mind assisting you in the way that you communicate. If you do want to be in a committed relationship, it's going to take communication and relationships aren't always pretty. We don't always have these happy-go-lucky, heavily infatuated on cloud nine moments. Sometimes we do have to have some serious sit down conversations. And if you're not good with communicating and knowing how to navigate your feelings and being able to speak without yelling, these are things that you got to watch out for. You need to know what are my triggers? Why do I do this? Where does this come from? Okay, now that I know, how can I address this, fix this? Because I, I don't want to not be able to be in a healthy relationship because I don't know how to communicate. Well, that's all the questions we have tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed. Let me know your opinions below. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What would you add if you had to add to anything to these questions that we had tonight? Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Happy weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Love y'all. And I'll see y'all in the next video. Bye. enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on your social media or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest from me you can subscribe to my youtube channel at trish tv follow me on instagram and twitter at trish tv one